0: five four three two one let's go diary of a kidney warrior sharing faith knowledge hope and love hi and welcome to diary of a kidney warrior my name is d moore i'm a singer songwriter poet actress and vlogger and i have stage four kidney disease Now I wanted to start a podcast that explores all aspects of kidney disease, chronic illnesses and health in general and I want to invite you to come on this journey with me. If you want to get in touch with me, if you have any questions or subjects that you'd like me to cover in this podcast, please do get in touch and you can contact me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook using the hashtag Diary of a Kidney Warrior. So I wanted to share with you how my kidney warrior journey began and it started um, in 2018. Um, I had been on my weight loss journey and I'd lost just over three stones and I was really proud of this achievement because I have an underactive thyroid and so I really found that to be a tough tough thing to do, but I managed it and I was so proud of it. And I started 2018 feeling really hopeful and hoping to continue on this weight loss journey. Um, But over the, the months, coming months after this, I started to become ill. And, you know, at first I just ignored it, just put it down to being a bit run down and tired. But as the months rolled on and continued, I started to feel more and more unwell. And it was flu-like symptoms. I felt hot, I felt sweaty, I felt tired, I felt, you know, run down. I just didn't quite feel myself, but I just put it off and just thought, well, you know, just brushed it away. just thought, yeah, I'm just coming down with the flu or whatever, I'll be fine. Um, But this continued and continued, um, For months and it got to the point where it really started to affect me and I stopped training as frequently because I had been training um, four times a week and I was reducing my training because I was so exhausted and yet I still kind of put it off and ignored it and the symptoms just got worse and worse until I stopped training altogether and I started to regain um, some of the weight and I just felt absolutely awful and I started to get headaches. So at this point, I couldn't ignore it anymore. And so um, it was now August 2018 and I went along to A&E, told them my symptoms and what had been happening and how I was feeling. And they did some blood tests on me. And the doctor came back and with my blood test results, and she said, we're going to have to admit you because your infection markers are through the roof. And yes, you're going to, we're going to have to admit you now. So this really came as a shock because although, you know, I hadn't been feeling well, I I, I didn't realise that, you know, I would be admitted to the hospital. And, you know, I just thought that they'd give me some paracetamol or ibuprofen and just send me on my way. But then I was taken to this assessment unit where they decide what they're going to do with you. And then the next day I was moved to a ward. Now, the night, that night, um, my first night on the ward, um, during the night I started to feel cold and then I felt more and more cold and, and I was freezing cold until my teeth were chattering, my whole body was shaking, I was freezing, freezing cold but actually in reality I had an extremely high temperature, it was almost 40 degrees C and I, I was fevering so badly but To me, I was freezing cold. So I'm pulling the sheets over myself, trying to cover myself because I'm so cold. And the nurses are pulling the sheets off me because they're like, no, we need to cool you down. You're too hot kind of thing. And then um, this went on for what felt like forever. But in reality, was probably about an hour or so. And then I guess the fever broke. And then next thing I knew, I was covered, soaked from head to foot in my own sweat i sweated through all my clothes for my sheets everything and this cycle continued all night every night for seven and a half weeks and that was extremely extremely tough and the first week into being in the hospital and um, the doctors still didn't know what was wrong with me um but they said that my kidneys were failing but they didn't know why now, this came as a shock to me because I've never had issues with my kidneys before. As I said, I was on my weight loss journey, so I had been eating, you know, well and trying to take care of myself. Um, so it came as a shock. I that I am the type of person that drinks lots of water. Um, so I, I was just bewildered as to how this was happening. And so they started to do tests on me to see, you know, what was causing these, you know, my kidneys to fail. And so they started to do a whole battery of tests on me. You know, a CT scan, full body scan, ultrasound, kidney biopsies, MRI scans, you name it. I had uh, every kind of test that was um, available. There was um, specialist doctors that were coming to see me and asking me all the same kind of questions. And nobody seemed to know what was wrong with me and what was happening um, then they start to kind of say, we think it could be this, We could be that. So they told me uh, that it could be cancer. They told me that I could have TB. They told me lots of different things that they thought it could be. And so I had the emotional um you know the the emotional um, roller coaster that it was of dealing with what they thought it could be and then coming back and saying well actually no because you don't fit this and you don't fit that this is a really unusual case and we just don't know what's wrong with you and this rolled on and as I said each night I was then confronted with the the fevers that I knew were going to come and I it was fevering through the night. So I would be soaking through my clothes with sweat um, several times during the night. So I had very little sleep. I was exhausted in every way, shape or form. And there was one night that I remember that I just really felt absolutely at my lowest and I was laying in the bed and I was Soaked through yet again with my own sweat from head to foot. And I just remember lying in my own sweat and just not having the strength to move. And I just thought to myself, I just can't do this anymore. I just can't do this. This is just too much. And it really was an absolute low point for me. But what carried me through all of those horrible weeks of what I, what can only be described as you know trauma were my family and my friends and my work colleagues, managers, who gave me amazing support, they came to see me and sent cards and gifts and WhatsApp messages and text messages. You know, I even had a card come directly to the hospital. So where there's a will, there's a way. And this and so many people were praying for me. And this carried me through a time where I just couldn't. I just it was just so difficult. Um, But just seeing, you know, when people would come through the door and, you know, just to make me laugh, just to distract me from what I was going through. That is what gave me my strength. And at that time, I didn't feel, you know, going in before I went into the hospital, I didn't feel particularly loved at that time. But it was amazing that through this experience um, and seeing the outpouring of love, I felt and feel more loved than I ever felt in my life prior to that point. So that is really what got me through those weeks. And... So seven and a half weeks into being in the hospital, the doctors finally decided that they were going to start me on some steroid treatment. And the first dose, I saw a difference in my fevers. And the second dose, they stopped completely. And at first I was really like, is this really over? Is it really fixed? Is this, you know, is this done? And then the next day when I didn't get a fever, I I just knew finally the fevers were over and so I was in the hospital for another week and during this time um, my kidney function which at this point had slipped dangerously close to the dialysis zone um, it had come up slightly and the doctors um, said that you know I could go home now and at this point I was discharged um, having the diagnosis of stage 4 kidney disease And they put the cause down to an infection, but they did not know what caused the infection. So when I left the hospital, I thought, well, you know, I've been through some major medical obstacles before. Um, I was seriously ill during my first pregnancy. During my first pregnancy, I had almost gone blind. I needed brain surgery. I had been through massive things before. So and... this will be something else that I'm just going to have to soldier on through and and it will resolve. And the reality was, as the weeks turned into months, it wasn't getting better. Then towards the end of the year, coming up to Christmas, my kidney function just dropped, it plummeted. And the reality was starting to really hit me that you know, this wasn't going to go away. This was something that might be affecting me for the rest of my life. And so the doctors wanted to try, um, a, a treat, a strong treatment to see whether that would get my kidneys function to increase and get my kidneys working again, um, as they should be. And so I had this treatment and the treatment failed. And so, This hit me like a ton of bricks that, okay, this is something that is going to affect the rest of my life and this is life changing. And so I really started to think about what I was going to do and what my future was going to look like. And so I I did some soul searching and I thought, well, as I'm going on this journey and as I'm learning more about kidney disease and I'm learning more about myself, then maybe I should share that with other people and maybe start a vlog. And so I remember meeting up with a friend and I was talking to her about it and I was saying, you know, I want to start a vlog and I think I'm going to call it Diary of a Kidney Warrior and maybe it will help other people and it will help me as I'm going through it. And so I started the vlog and started to talk about um, my journey as it was happening, because I thought to myself that I I didn't want to do something retrospectively where, uh, you know, I'm over it now and this is this is what happened to me. I wanted to share something as it was happening um, so it would be authentic and real. And for anyone else who was going through the same thing, that it would be an encouragement to them, too. And um, so I so I continued with that as I was starting to come to terms with my life as it was. And then in May, so I started the vlog in April 2019. And then in May 2019, I had a um, appointment with my consultant and he told me that he believed that I was six months away from dialysis. He also told me that because of the weight gain, um, that my BMI was now too high um, to be placed on the um, transplant list. And so I wouldn't be eligible. And so I was like really mad because I was like, you know, this these steroids um, made me gain so much weight and I'd worked so hard to lose that weight in the first place. And here I am. And, you know, I had a whole roller coaster experience again of, how i how i was was processing this news and trying to deal with what he was saying and what that would mean for my future and i vlogged her about um you know being told this news and having to speak to the dialysis nurse about my options and this that and the other but but when he said it i, I immediately said no no i'm not i was like no i'm gonna do everything i can to make sure that doesn't happen, and I left the appointment quite defiant, like yes, I'm, 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 I'm going to fight this. Um, but then emotions again hit me, and so I was feeling quite low and quite helpless. And I went to see my health coach, and she said something to me that changed my thinking, that changed my life really. And as she, as she spoke, she said to me, "You need to choose to live." And I want you to say those words, I choose to live. And I sat there and I was like, I, I was almost ready to like just throw in the towel, like give up. I was like, no, I've just had enough. This is just too much. But I sat there and I started to say the words, I choose to live. 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 And I started to get louder and louder until I actually s- shouted the words, I choose to live. And this empowered me to continue. And I started to do more reading and more research. I started looking at, um, you know, what I needed to do to help myself in terms of exercise, in terms of um, my diet and, you know, really you know, looking deeper into it. And so over the course of the months, I started to, um, to exercise again. And at first I was kind of comparing me then to what I was before. And I was like, I used to train four times a week and and now I you know, I can barely do, do anything. And it was just like, it was a real mental challenge and, you know, slowly but surely I started to, to train. I also, um, you know um was starting to gig again in terms of my singing and which was really challenging because my fitness just wasn't at that level that it used to be and so i had this kind of this this battle with you know um okay this is where i am now this is the starting point forget about what i used to be able to do this is what i can do i need to work on this and then get where I need to go and I know where I need to to go and this is to get this weight off and to get fitter and so I over the course of the months I started training again and in December 2019 I started a I just thought I just need to challenge myself and I I saw I was on annual leave and I saw that I had 10 days to go before I was due to go back to work and I said you know what I'm going to do a 10-day challenge and I'm going to do some form of exercise every day for 10 days. And that's exactly what I did. And that kickstarted me not only in terms of consistency with exercise, but also um, in terms of really trying to lose weight. And I started posting my workouts um, on my Instagram page um, that I had started when I started the vlog and um, just started posting my workouts. And I started to see that people were um, watching my workouts and this was encouraging them to work out too and this was both kidney warriors and you know kidney warrior supporters and that really encouraged me and so the page then became something very cathartic for me in in the sense of um it gave me the the motivation to keep going with what i was doing because it was like okay i've got to train now cuz i need to post and so the page became something that I had started, you know, to encourage others, um, but was very much encouraging me. And so that takes me through to where I am today. Um, still continuing to post on Instagram my workouts, which is go to my Facebook and Twitter. Still vlogging um, periodically, and still on this journey. So this is how. My journey began and I just want to continue in my exploration. You know, as my tagline says, I want to share faith, knowledge, hope and love. And I want to share with some the person that's just been told that they have kidney disease. I want to show you that there is hope, that it's not just a death sentence. So I really want to encourage everybody to really take care of yourself, take care of each other. And yes, fight for your life, choose to live. And yes, please continue with me on this journey. So what I want to do with this podcast is, you know, with the vlog, I was talking to the camera and sharing my story. But with this podcast, what I really want it to be is something very interactive where you can become involved. Um, I will be doing interviews with different people. I want to cover lots of different subjects. I really want to get to the bare bones, the highs and the lows, the ins and the outs, the stuff that people may be struggling with, but no one talks about. I want to cover absolutely every subject. So please do join in with me and let's go on this journey together. Diary of a kitty Warrior. Sharing faith, knowledge, hope and love.